great truths and powerful secrets often appear simple, so simple in fact that the average person overlooks them in trying to find a more difficult way. 64,000 is the median number of words per book. Average person reads about 200 words per minute. Simple math will tell us that is one book in 320 minutes. To accomplish this in seven days, numbers say you would have to read for 45 minutes a day. forget to subscribe, hit that notification button, like, comment, and share. Enjoy. Welcome to the Book of the Week series. Every week, as I read another amazing title, I share it with the world. My name is Igor S.F. Walker. Today, we look at The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. So, how about you slow down and relax? Reduce all that noise for just a bit. Make that choice and decide to listen. In this video, we look at prosperity, what it means, what we think about it, what are the laws behind it, how can we experience it with ease. Stick around till the end. I will share with you some tools I have and use that will help you tremendously in this game of life. Discover a way to find out what actually motivates you, what innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior. I will share some tools to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management. Prosperous thinking. The word prosper means to flourish, to succeed, to thrive, to experience favorable results. You are prosperous to the degree that you are experiencing peace, health, and plenty in the world. While prosperous thinking means many things to people, basically it gives you the power to make your dreams come true, whether those dreams are concerned with better health, increased financial success, a hippier personal life, more education and travel, or a deeper spiritual life. There is gold dust in the air for me. Through definite, deliberate, prosperous thinking, I now begin assimilating that gold dust. And even now, I am beginning to experience gold dust results. Still, in many people's minds, the question is whether poverty was a spiritual virtue or a common vice. Now, that conflict in their thinking was setting up a conflict result in their affairs, which neutralized their efforts to succeed, no matter how hard they were working. The most common cause of failure in people is the conflicting idea whether success is divinely ordained or divinely damned. For instance, many are assured that failure was more spiritually approved than success, since riches are regarded as an object of worship or a false god. Millions were led to believe that it was pious to be poor, 
a belief which was useful in forestalling revolution among the masses. Some of those old feudal ideas about poverty as a spiritual virtue have persisted until today, but they are false. Man-made ideas and not God's rich truth for you and for me. Thus make no further excuses to yourself or others for wanting to be prosperous. It is a divine desire and it should be given divine expression. You can boldly give thanks that prosperity is your divine heritage, that the Creator's desire for you is unlimited good, not merely the means of a meager existence. Perhaps you are thinking, if my prosperity comes basically from God, if He is the source of my supply, then why all the talk about prosperous thinking? See, God's rich supply is all around you, universally, as well as innately within you, as talents and abilities and ideas looking for expression, but that rich supplies and substance must be contacted and used. Your mind is your connecting link with it. Your attitudes, your mental concepts, beliefs and outlook are your connecting link with God's rich substance and your access to it. God can only do for you what He can do through you by means of your thoughts, your ideas, which do lead to your reactions. Thus, prosperous thinking opens the way to prosperous results. I stir up the gifts of God within me and around me, and I am blessed on every hand with happiness, success, and through achievement. Remind yourself often of these shocking truths about prosperity, that it is shockingly right instead of shockingly wrong to be prosperous, that God created a rich universe for you and wants you to enjoy it, that prosperity can come quickly through your deliberate use of prosperous thinking, which leads to expression of rich ideas rich actions and rich results. Thus, there to ask a friendly, interested, rich, loving father for guidance often. Truly the laws that do govern prosperity are just as sure and work as the laws that govern the mathematics, music, physics and other sciences. The Bible describes the basic law of prosperity when it speaks of sowing and reaping, or giving and receiving. The scientists describe it as action and reaction. By some it has been termed the law of supply and demand. Emerson described it as the law of compensation, whereby like attracts like. Basically, law of prosperity as radiation and attraction, that what you radiate outward in your thoughts, 
your feelings, your mental pictures and words, you do attract into your life and affairs. But you cannot get something for nothing. There's an age-old maxim that says, we are where we are because we are what we are and we are what we are because of our habitual thinking. Powerfully radiate these ideas over and over. Divine love expressing through me now draws me to all that is needed to make me happy and my life complete. Each of us is a magnet. And as a magnet, you do not have to force success and prosperity to yourself. Instead, you can develop that exalted, expectant, prosperous state of mind that is a magnet for all good things of the universe to hasten to you, rather than entertaining intense, tense, critical, anxious, depressed, unforgiving, possessive state of mind that is a magnet for all kinds of trouble and failure. Basically, the vacuum law of prosperity is this. If you want great good, greater prosperity in your life, start forming a vacuum to receive it. In other words, get rid of what you do not want to, to make room for what you do want. If there are clothes in your closet, furniture in your home or office that no longer seem right for you, if there are people among your acquaintances and friends that no longer seem congenial, begin moving the tangibles and intangibles out of your life in the faith that you can have what you really want and desire. Often it is difficult to know what you want until you get rid of what you do not want. A gift that is not freely released after being given is not a gift at all. If you cannot give freely, then do not bother. But if you do give, be sure you graciously release which you have given. Otherwise, no good has been done. No vacuum has been formed. Another way of invoking the vacuum law of prosperity is by using your present visible substance without withholding it, thereby making way for new prosperity to flow to you and through you. The first step in the creative law of prosperity is desire and the ability to do something constructive about that desire. There's nothing weak or lukewarm about true desire. It is intense and it is powerful and then if properly developed and expressed. A strong desire always carries with it the power for success. The stronger your desire for good, the greater the power of your desire to produce that good for you. Prosperity is a planned result. It is a result of deliberate thought and action. There's nothing hit and miss 
about prosperous living. It is a planned result, just as a bridge or a building is a planned result. Without deliberate, prosperous plans, there will be no prosperous results on a consistent, permanent basis. Start realizing that nothing can stand between you and that good that you dare to choose mentally and then radiate outward through your thoughts, feelings, words, and expectancies. Choose and radiate mentally. Choose and radiate emotionally. Choose and radiate constantly and persistently. We are told in this modern age by authorities who are making the study of the mind that man can create anything he can imagine, that the mental image does meet the conditions and experiences of man's life and affairs, that man's only limitation lies in the negative use of his imagination. In other words, if there is failure and lack in your life, it is because you first imagined it in your mind. Your first set up life limitations in your mind. And it is likewise in mind that you can begin dissolving those limitations and remaking your life into what you wish it to be. The law of command helps you to move up to the summit and then look out over your world with a feeling of authority and control, which then produces the result. The secret of the law of command is this, a positive assertion of the good you wish to experience is often all that is needed to turn the tide of events to produce good for you swiftly and easily. It is amazing how fast doors do open to us when we dare to take control of a situation and then command our high expectations to manifest themselves. You are now using the law of command because you're constantly making decrees, though often they are the wrong kind of decrees, producing what you do not desire. A mind that has been steeped in poverty and failure thinking for years needs daily help in rising into richer thoughts, attitudes, and expectations. Often it takes special methods to bring results in the face of extreme circumstances. Just as you should not turn up your nose at money, Neither should you make a god of it. Money is filled with the desire for life, movement, expansion, and activity. It does not like to be grasped, clutched, or restrained in idleness. Indeed, it is the active circulation of money that brings prosperity. Whereas depressions and recessions are caused by the miserly hoarding of money, even as our national economy depends upon the active circulation of money. So does your individual prosperity. It depends upon active circulation of money. 
This does not mean that you should not save money, but you should not abuse money by misuse. Dare to be a spiritual architect and to build pictures of larger good. Dare to enjoy these pictures of good mentally as you do go about your daily tasks. Feel and visualize success right in the midst of dissatisfaction. Dare to affirm rich, unlimited success for yourself, no matter what is happening to you or around you at the moment. Remind yourself that you do not make things better by fighting present unhappy working conditions. You do not make things better by blaming others for your disappointments and failure and experiences. Take a non-resistant attitude towards present condition and see that they already are changing for the better. When things appear at a standstill, remember the principle of physics which states that the entire universe is in constant motion, that we live, move, and have our being in an ocean of motion. Though with our five outer senses, we do not fully realize this at all times. But nothing stands still. Everything is constantly changing, whether it seems to be or not. Now, if you expect such changes to be for the better, now they will surely come. We are all creatures of emotion and deep feeling. And our deep feelings can make us or break us financially. They are your God power and your Go power, energy in motion. You should guard them as you would a gold mine, because your emotions are in reality the richest gold mine you will ever own. Scattered thinking, scattered emotions, scattered actions lead to a scattering of your mind power. Now this in turn depletes your physical energy, which is essential for prosperity. It depletes your brain energy that is needed for intelligent course of action or plan for prosperity. It saps your emotional drive that is needed to put your prosperity plans to work. Dare to be different. Dissolve this ignorant, destructive, hypnotic belief for others as well as for yourself by daring to accept the glorious truth that financial independence is one of the God-given rights of all mankind, which you can help to bring forth by your own attitudes, actions, and reactions. You should also begin building your expectancy and faith in financial independence by studying the subject of finance, economics, and investments. You should also literally pray for financial independence. Realize in your thinking that you are not bound to the wheel of work day in and day out. You're not a servant to the God of Mammon, but a, an obedient son of a God of a universal abundance. Remind yourself often that 
if others have obtained financial independence, so can you. What one has done, many can do. What can be done, in a small degree, can with persistence, frequency, and earnestness be done in an unlimited degree. It is up to you. Continue to study these prosperity laws and apply them daily. Continue to invoke prosperous thinking deliberately and definitely, and then do so with real joy and with great expectations as you persist your own divinely intended gold dust shall surely appear as greater peace, health, and plenty in your life. Accept gladly those gold dust results. They are a part of your divine heritage. And there you have it, the dynamic laws of prosperity. Please do help out. It is easy. Simply like this video so more people can enjoy it. Share it too and spread the word. Do leave a comment and share your thoughts. Subscribe to my channel and stay up to date. And the link to this book is in the description below. So you buy it and you read and you never stop learning. Especially learning about yourself and nature. So gift yourself by taking the free human needs test on my website and do find out. What actually motivates you? What innate human need is driving all of your decisions and your behavior? And if you feel you are ready to improve your self-awareness, social awareness, self-management, and relationship management even further, then do check out my Master of Life Awareness program. The links are in the description below. Thank you. Love and respect.